Are you dedicated, up and coming, motivated, and bold? Then you're dumb. So are we. Welcome to the Young and Dumb Podcast with your hosts, Justin Wynn and Gary Pershad. Join us every week as we discover the knit and grit of your young and dumb journeys. We got more podcasts for your head top, so watch how you speak on our name, you know? We live our lives through a certain lens. This lens is our filter. It's unique to us and dictates how we see the world. But what if you could change that filter, step back, and view the world through a different lens? Even one more different than you or I. No better way to do this than to look at a photo. Passionate. His love for his family never dies. Humble. Always smiling no matter the situation. Outspoken. Never lets his opinion fall under the bridge. Thoughtful. Careful in his words, but always getting his message across. Others. Always putting people before himself. Let's take a photo with Phil. Welcome to the sixth episode of Young and Dumb. I have a very special guest with us today, an international guest to be exact. Uh, Believe, say what's up to the people. Hey, what's, what's good, man? What's, what's straight? <laughs> so let's hop right into it. Um, just give us a brief interview of who you are uh, for the people and what you're doing now. Go for it. All right, so my name is Philippe Dobson. I am from Jamaica, been living at Jamaica for 21 years of my life. That's all of my life. Um, I have been going to school. I've been to good schools. I've been to bad schools. I am into art. I'm a very creative person, low-key, high-key. Um, I'm a photographer. That's what I am trying to be, a photographer. I got help from someone that I met up here and they've been they helped me out a lot and I got my camera today so I'm pretty you know, I'm a good mood, you know. I'm a pretty good mood and if you want to hear Patois this is not the place for you to get me to step out. You see you just got a little patois, you're welcome. Continue, yeah. So that's it. The majority of our listeners are from the US. So let's talk about how school is in Jamaica. Um, school? Yeah, as in like from elementary school to... Alright, um, with schooling in Jamaica, we really don't have elementary per se. It's more you go to prep school at the age of like five or three, depending on what your parents choose. Mm-hmm. And then you progress straight in that setting until you're 12. And then you go to high school and you progress in that setting until you're about... 16, 17, and then you go to university. So that's about it. Do you know a little bit about like how the U.S. school system is in terms of like the way college is taught compared to the way that Jamaican universities are taught? Um, yeah, I can make a broad, a broad, I can make a broad, under, I have a broad understanding of it mm-hmm. due to the fact I've been coming up to the U.S. for the past 12 years to see my family and stuff like that so I have an understanding of how it is I know that you guys your system is a lot more what's the word I could use it's not complex it's more 
it's it's more geared towards preparing people or younger persons for the work field while in Jamaica it's more like a older type system it's more alright we're going to teach you this but this is like the basic of basic so would you say it's a lot of generic studies um generic I would be I would think that's the word for it I would just think it outdated would be more better outdated outdated yeah cause um honestly at school right now I can tell you I major in information technology and I'm learning how to code in QBasic and I learn how to code in C if you're and if you know anything about coding or whatever it is right now those two coding languages aren't used and that's very you have to do three courses before you can actually get to codes that are being used in today's world everyday use and so forth so to me I think it's very slow it's it doesn't really target I think you could do generally schooling I think you can do your schooling within two years instead of the general four to five so you speak of this outdated system and I can kind of tend to hear like a tone in your voice that you aren't too pleased with this um, do you feel like there's uh, I'd say education reform on the horizon or do you think that you'd have to go elsewhere to get much better schooling um to be honest I think it's just it's not just my case but specifically for certain aspects of education the Caribbean is not there as yet like they're not ready for that type of I wouldn't say ready they're not up to date so even if their system works and I do get a job, if I want to come and work in the U.S., I'll be always the most basic of basics because I am a second year going into third year. And Mike said to me that he learned how to edit and crop videos through YouTube and so forth. Mike, oh, Mike's my cousin, by the way. Um, and with that, I realized I haven't been taught any of that. I'm still learning. I'm learning a lot, but I'm learning things that I don't believe are necessary right now to push me forward and put me marketable as a person out there to get a job in the United States or foreign countries for that matter. So in the U.S., a lot of the time kids go to school to be hired by a big corporation. What is the main goal, would you say, out of the Jamaican universities? It's the same thing. It's It's basically the same thing I my personal goal though even though that is the main that's the main goal by most Jamaican students or most Caribbean students my personal goal is more um, to start my own business and be free free in a sense where I can choose when I want to work choose when I need to work and I can look at myself and be I'm financially stable enough not to work in terms of like an entrepreneurial style. Yeah, you know, and, but still not entrepreneurial because even if the term that's been used a lot that I keep up with is that you're an entrepreneur, you work for yourself. But even when you say that you work for yourself, you really don't work for yourself, you work for the people. Because if the people don't want what you have, then it makes no sense. That makes sense. So you want to work for the people, that's the dream. I want to work for the people. Doing photography? Um, right now, mm -hmm. 
yeah right now that's that's but that's more my personal dream because I think I see the world a bit differently than most people. I I I see things at faster paces than most people. I can I probably can't process I can't process what I see as fast as I do. But the thing is that me having this interview with you right now, I can see it pushing me further in life. I can always say, well, I've been interviewed in in America. How many Jamaican students can get that? And I'm not the best. I'm not the best student. I'll tell you right now, my GPA is like two, <laughs> and that's that's just a lack of me trying. But I'm saying like, it's it's whatever, man. <laughs> so what's the big goal for you then, in terms of what type of business do you want to own in the future, or do you even know what that is? I have no clue. <laughs> Honestly. My ultimate goal that I always have as a broad topic is just seeing that my mother is happy because she's my only parent and seeing that my family is happy. That's that's basically it. I want to be a strong provider. That's goals right there. <laughs> so let's take a step back into the schooling again. And we, have, we bring up this question in a good amount of our interviews. Do you feel that school failed you or... You failed school. I honestly can say it's a little bit of both, due to the fact that I've never, I've never, I'll be honest, I have never worked at my full potential. And I recall when I actually worked at my full potential, and I felt amazing. And then I said, "Damn, this is a lot of work," and I just went back to sleeping. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's one of the things. So what's the holdup? Why why did you stop? Why did I stop? Full speed. Full speed. It takes a lot out of you. To be a student, to be a productive person of society takes a lot out of you. And I'm generally a laid back guy, so when I notice that I'm stressing and I'm working so hard that I can't even sit down and take in the day. I realized that now I need to stop because I'm starting to change who I am for the system. I'm a little bit rebellious, but that has nothing to do with that. I just really don't want to be changed or, what's the word, formed or morphed into what the system wants me to be. You know what I'm saying? It's not trying to be political or whatever it is. I just want to be my own person on my own time with my own happiness. Okay, well, have you ever thought of taking maybe um, a step in the way of ingenuity or maybe doing things smarter, not working harder in a sense? Um, will still be able to work at your full potential, but not stress and put that wear and tear on yourself that will kind of lead you from being who you are? Um. Yeah, I have. I am really, that's the plan for this school semester. I even bought a pink planner, you know, <laughs> flexing. For Ooh. the people, there really is a pink planner right in front of us. He bought it at Dollar, the Dollar Tree. Yeah, so <laughs> like, two hours ago. Like with that, with that in mind, um, to be honest, yeah, I'm really trying to be thinking smarter because what I've realized is that with the use of me going to school and whatever, even though I don't want to be at school because I believe school is outdated. I am going to continue school 
for the fact that I need that paper to be certified and recognized for something that I can probably learn off YouTube. So that's mm-hmm. it. So uh, in the United States as a whole, um, generally we live uh, pretty privileged lives compared to um, several others um, Country. in countries in the, in the world. Right. Could you shed some light on what it's like to grow up in Jamaica um, through your perspective? Um, let's like get this out there. Jamaica is freaking beautiful, man. Like it's amazing out there. That's 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 there's no question about that. But the thing with Jamaica is that just like everything else, it has its bad sides. And right now, my country has way more bad sides than good sides. I also live a very privileged life in Jamaica. Not a lot of people can. Right now, I believe it is 13% of the population that gets to go to tertiary education, which is university. I'm a part of that 13%. So I am am regarded as privileged in my country and people see me as such. But um, can you guys re-ask your question? Because I feel like I strayed a bit. Yeah, just uh, shed some light on what it's like to grow up in Jamaica because uh, I don't think many people are familiar of what it's like to grow up in another country that's not the United States with our uh, social construct and government, things like that. All right. um, My country on a whole, in comparison with growing up, United States is pretty fast-paced from what I've picked up. Um, you guys learn how to drive by your 16, you have your license, I'm right, that's right, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In Jamaica, it's 18. Um, you guys got a, get a lot of more, get lots more privileges, like, I see you taking AP, things like that, like, I hadn't, I did not have that choice in high school, I got to pick, you want to do English, math, or literature. With other of with other selections, of course, or options, of course, but it's just that I believe that the privilege difference up here. It's not really by with based off education gaps or whatever it is. It's just that I think with the United States, your 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 culture is so strong, and my culture is pretty strong too. But you you guys are like a first world country. You dominate. Uh, everything <laughs> to be honest <laughs> except sprinting big up your same boat just saying um, <laughs> yeah um so yeah like you guys dominate most things and with that comes a lot of high living costs like i've been living here for six weeks and bro i've been spending money that i would never spend in Jamaica <laughs> for six it weeks does it to you it does it to you. and i'm not sad that i'm spending the money because it doesn't feel heavy because i'm not in jamaica i'm in the united states but at the same time there's something at the back of my head like yo bro you just spent a hundred thousand jamaican dollars on this camera or you just spent fifty dollars on shoes which is like um, seven or eight thousand Jamaican dollars. I don't know what the rate is right now. And when would you ever normally spend that money? Before I came up here, I worked for thirty days and I made third. I made three hundred US dollars, and that's a lot in Jamaica. I can use that to manage myself for the rest of the year. So like, when I get these opportunities, I just go with it, bro. Like, hmm. 
half the time my mom because she's really the one that gave me the opportunity and she pushed me for it so that's it so you talk a lot about your mother and how she motivates you right. how big of a part in your life has she played um well she's been my only parent for as long as i can remember my dad my dad was pretty powerful in jamaica he was a politician and he died from diabetes when i was like eight so with that it had a lot of influences on me i i had to get well i can't i can't curse can i can i curse you can do whatever, yeah whatever you like okay okay i have to get my shit in order <laughs> <laughs> to be honest because i lost my father when i was eight and I had to learn a lot of things. I had to become the man of the house. I had to be dealing with this. I had to be dealing with that. Like things like that, it's hard because no one's ever really ready for that. You know, mm-hmm. it, that's that's something that you you should be that you should just get over time growing into. A lot of people can grow in and said, "Well, I had my dad to teach me this. I had my dad to teach me that." There's only so much your mother can teach you to do. Your mother cannot teach you to shave. Yeah. <laughs> um, your mom cannot have the talk with you about sex. Like, things like that. Like, your mom won't be that strong of an authoritative figure because at some point, majority of us boys, we get bigger than our mother. And at some point, we realize, well, I, I not to be that we're superior, but we're like, we have to be in control to help out the situation. So, to be honest, as I said, my mom is amazing, bro. She's been a mother and a father. She's tried her best to see what she can do on the father role. But I wouldn't say that she failed, but I'm not going to be like she succeeded as well. I made a lot of mistakes in my life that I know if I had a father, it would have been different, you know? So that's really much it. I mean, we're all young and dumb at the end of the day. Right, 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 right. We, we make these mistakes. <laughs> it's, it's a part of life. But, I mean, it seems like you're learning from them. You've, the first step is acknowledging them. Right. And we can always move forward from there. Right, right, right. Um, so, you mentioned, um, I'm familiar with it, but I don't think a lot of other listeners will be familiar, familiar with it. Uh, the culture of Jamaica, how right. strong, how passionate it is. And there's a lot of, I'd say, stereotypes that flow in with the Jamaican culture, whether right. it's um, the smoking of the, the weed, smoking of the weed, the Rastafarian movement, Bob Marley, right. um, just the beautiful track stars. beaches. Just just, that's beaches. like the great, like the thing that most people think of when they think of Jamaica. Right, right, right. And that's that's all a lot of people see. Right. Um, and I know. Me personally, I know that Jamaica is so much more than that. Right. Um, and I know you know that as well. Right. Would you like to share some of that with us? Um, the touch, majority of the stereotypes, they're right. <laughs> I, I, won't, I won't even front. Um, the beaches are beautiful, man. I went to the beach up here and I'll say it's trash. <laughs> By the way, we're in Connecticut, so uh, we can't attest to that. The beaches are trash. trash. <laughs> yeah, and compared like to even the worst beach in, beach in Jamaica like I I would rather be at the worst beach in Jamaica than be at the beach that I went to in Connecticut not to say that it was a bad vibe because I was with good people but it was just that it smelled weird <laughs> the sun was soup I've never stepped on sand and it was so hot that it burned my feet the water's black the water's like low-key black and green like <laughs> There's, there's a lot of things that deter me from that, you know? And, like, 
that stereotype the beaches are great in Jamaica I won't lie um Bob Marley yeah he's a big icon for us I, I believe he's our biggest icon to be more honest next to Usain Bolt at this point in time the track and field it's pretty big in Jamaica like how you guys take um NFL so seriously we take track and field very seriously so like how we just saw uh, Justin Gatlin is it Gatlin? Yeah, it's Gatlin. Mm-hmm. Yep. See, I even give a shit about uh, mm-hmm. trash runners. Anyways, that's <laughs> all I call Justin Gatlin beat Bolt. Well, they didn't even beat him because that was one of Bolt's slowest times ever. <laughs> With that, I can say, yeah, a lot of Jamaicans are upset. Like, But we still own our own. Like, We didn't, weren't disappointed in him because he's been doing us good. Um, The weed smoking... If you want to feel how it is with weed smoking, go to New York and multiply that by 10. And that is how it is in Jamaica. Not to say that everyone smokes, but it's pretty regular. It's normal. There's parts on campus where people go and smoke just for the fun of it. And security know that they're smoking and they leave them alone. Because there's too many people smoking for security to really care. It's kind of like smoking cigarettes here. Right, like, right, right. Not not even that strong, but it's like it's it's a strong thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what what else could I tell you? Um, your music, reggae music, fantastic, really damn amazing. I think it's one of the best soul feeling music, if I could say so myself. I agree. It 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 helps you to meditate and think. Or it can help you to dance, and it can help you to move, and I don't know. It, I don't know. But um, in regards to Rastafari, Rastafarians or Rast, Rastas in general, in general, um, Rastas are not accepted in Jamaica to the point that people think they are. Although they are marketed and branded as or like or people like all oh, Jamaicans have all these Rastafarians. It's not accepted to that point in Jamaica where you can be like, oh, I'm going to be a Rastafarian. If you do become a Rastafarian, if you didn't know this, Jamaica was once colonized by the British and we were under British rule for the past, just 55 years past. And with that, we have a lot of systems that are similar to the British. So we have to be clean, cut, all of this, like any corporate work. And I can tell you, a Rastafarian has it hard out there because if he doesn't make music, he has to work like everyone else and guess what people don't like to see or hear out their standard code and procedure with Rastafarians that they have to tie up their hair if they don't tie up their hair they have to put it in a cap or something and I think it's pretty ridiculous because these people are some of the most intelligent people if you sit down and talk to probably like any Rastaman like a real Rastaman in Jamaica he will give you a life lesson that you'll probably never forget so that's like I can really just say that that's some of the stereotypes are correct majority of them are and some of them are wrong is there anything that you would like people to know about Jamaican people that they don't necessarily get from the stereotypes um or that they see from like the touristy areas of Jamaica yeah yeah um Jamaica is pretty rough man <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen death multiple times and I'm only 21 and that's common um, I've lost a lot of friends to violence I've, I've 
there's been situations there's there's been situations where there's been mass killings in Jamaica. Not like terrorism or anything like that, but like just Jamaicans killing other Jamaicans were pretty aggressive people. And also to just confirm this, nobody in Jamaica says yeah man, that's pretty weird. <laughs> like it's like once in a blue moon nobody says I yeah man or the man, I, I don't know. Man is so weird for me to say. Nobody says man. <laughs> like M O N is not a thing. You, your American movies keep saying that, but it's not. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Noted. <laughs> so, with your personality and the way that you speak, you kind of have a laid back view on life, but at the same time, it's very serious. Right. So, how have you gone about creating that viewpoint in your life? Um, how did I go about creating that viewpoint? All right. There's been a lot of things that really influenced that type of behavior in me. I've been through a lot of experiences for 21 that a lot of people, even in Jamaica, have been through. And I've also heard and seen a lot of things. My family have been, my family has been through a lot of things. And with that, I have a better perception. I can guide people. I can help people. And that's why I said earlier I want to be for the people because I genuinely think Jamaica's greatest asset is its people. Because honestly, my laid back attitude has been there since I was born. And I think certain situations like um what, what can I give you as an example? Would you would you guys like an example? Yeah, of course. Go for it. Um I went to my high school, Jamaica College for five years and the way the Jamaica school system works you have to go to school for those five years and then you choose if you want to go to tertiary education for those two years at the same school but it would be at a reduced cost if you went to a community college or something else I was in the States and I applied for that position at my school to get the two years at cheaper and I didn't get the two years. I got rejected. I got They ran around me and my mom. They told us this, they told us that. My mom was stressing. And that's when it really hit me. Like, nothing's ever owed to you. Nothing's ever given to you. Because at any point in time, you can not get what you think you deserve. I always thought that I deserved this position because I did well in my exams. And even though I did well in my exams, I still did not get that position. And with that, that really triggered me to really have sit down and think and then think to myself, wow, life is not a bed of roses. Like. And then on top of that, I lost a lot of friends. Like, I lost a friend to a seizure. He just, he just died. This is a guy that I knew from when I was five. I just woke up one morning, his mom called me, it's like he's dead. Um, I lost my uncle on my father's side. I'm not really close with my dad's side except that uncle and he just passed away. So a lot of things have pushed me to have like a serious type attitude towards it. But even though I have that serious type attitude, I really can't get rid of my natural physique as a calm and laid back type person because that's just who I am. And I've been robbed like twice. 
right, right. Just to throw that in there. Just to throw that in there. Like, <laughs> for no no apparent reason, I wasn't wearing any special clothing. I didn't have on anything nice. These guys just looked at me. I had a BlackBerry at the time, people, a BlackBerry. You remember those days, yeah? And the the trackpad wasn't working the whole month. The, we call it, the power button died. That phone was in shambles. And I tell you that that man robbed me for that phone. And that was like, that also pushed me to change because me being so calm and relaxed just died right there. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm laid back, but I'm not. I'm perceptive to a lot of things, and I notice a lot of things, and I, I'm very, I'm easily, to, I get upset really easy. So, because of that type of upbringing, so yeah, that's really much it. Okay. That's it. No more questions. Yeah. No, we still got more questions. Oh wow. damn! <laughs> so, before you said that your dream is to be financially stable and to pursue your creative goals and most likely become a business owner at one point right so from think of your journey as a loading bar right where from zero to a hundred where do you think you are today two percent two percent what is it gonna take you to get you to that hundred i'll never reach that hundred percent because i'll always be trying to get my grind up that would be the move hashtag get your grind up but so let's say what gets you to 99.9999% then um, even that's a hard figure to like perceive in my mind because I'm never genuinely happy to be honest right now I'll be happy for the moment I'll be happy that I have these certain things and these privileges but at the same time I'm never genuinely happy with myself to be like that is enough and I think that's one of the reasons why I can't I can't be like, I can't, I can't, I can't get as far as I would like as quickly because even though I want more, I'm too picky. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, we went to get, me and my friend today, we went to get, um, we went to get candy and I legit sat down. I spent about 10, I spent about 10 minutes trying to figure out what I wanted until he had to pick for me because I could not pick for myself or I wanted more than one thing that I knew that I just did not need and I'm too picky in that regard I'm picking females yeah are you Connecticut females hit me up you know I'll leave my email you know yeah, yeah I'm joking um but yeah like you know um, I am just trying my best really like but to be that 99% I want to be at a point where my family can come to me and they can be like, hey, Phil or Philippe or whatever it is. They call me Beep. Like, hey, Beep, can I have like $5,000 for this so I can pursue my goal? And if I see that it's actually profitable or if I can help, I can just help and I won't feel stressed or pressed or I won't be worried that if I give them this $5,000, damn, I'm not eating enough for five days. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the type of mentality I want to be having. You know? Okay, so how do we close that gap? Like, what are we gonna do to get you to that point? That point? Um, well, me personally, I've been closing that gap. This year has been pretty good for me, although with all the stuff that's been happening and 
you know, school's been a total bust, failed. But like, apart from like all that, this year has been pretty good. I've made a lot of connections with a lot of people. Um, I just got a camera. Never thought that would happen in any day in my life. Um, like I've been making moves to slowly get my grind up. To be honest, and with that in mind, I can actually say that I lied. I'm not at two percent. I'm at like five percent. You know. Okay. Slowly making moves to ninety nine. Slowly making moves to that ninety nine. We'll get there one day. One exactly. day. So let's move to the best part, my favorite part. Right. The deep questions. Wow, Boom. damn. Yes, yes, you knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. I'm I'm as deep as a puddle though, guys. Come on. <laughs> so let's imagine that the world has just obliterated all text, all internet, everything gone. There's no recollection of Philippe anywhere. Right. What three things do you want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered for my influence on the people, how I made people feel, because people will never forget how you made them feel. Um, I want to be remembered for my outlook on life, that everything isn't easy. And you, I'll be honest with you, you can, when people are like, oh, you can get all these, this, you can do anything in life, don't listen to that bullshit. You can't do anything in life. You can only do what you want to do. And you can only do what you perceive yourself doing. So with that, I want people to remember how I made them feel. How 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 my outlook on life was. I want them to remember that. And I want people to remember that, you know, I was just a caring guy. Like, <laughs> anyone could come up to me and be like, hey, can I have $5? And if I had the 5 I would give it to them or someone comes up to me and be like hey bro can you give me a piece of your liver i give you my liver <laughs> as long as i know that you're not trash you you got that or my family like i love my family to death so if those five those three things could be remembered i really hope it could so i see that you want to be a provider um and someone that people can look up to and count on to support them so I want to take money out of this equation. Right, right, right. No money. Money doesn't exist. Where do you live? What are you doing? And what are your passions if there are, money isn't in the, the equation? My passion is still, and I think it will forever still be photography. Because that's not... You see, the thing is, what I've realized, that passion... It's how you perceive life. That's the easiest way for you to show someone your perception of life. Because we can all be looking at the same scenery, but I can be the only one that can pick up what I am picking up with my blind eye. So that's one thing. Um, Where do I live? <sighs> Loki trying to make moves to Paris, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm lucky trying to make most of Paris, but you see, the thing is, I suck at second languages, <laughs> so that's that's a struggle. So, um, I might just I'm I'm thinking to move to Canada, to be honest. Canada, yeah. Then you could pick up some French there. Slowly. Yeah, and then slowly. It depends what part. Depends what the part, but you can venture your ways to the Canadian sides of Canada. Or Ontario is a really nice time of year. Alright, I'll take care of that somebody <laughs> And then um what was the other one? Remind me of the other one. You asked me where would I want to live? 
what we want, what would be my passion and what else? Well, it's just what are you doing? So I mean, what would I do for life? Photography is a passion, but I don't really think it helps people to that extent that I want to help people. I don't want to be doing any simple shit like <laughs> saying that I want to be like a politician or a counselor who wants to be a counselor. You know, weak ass, <laughs> weak ass boys, but <laughs> I like I generally just want to be someone people can like what would I be doing like this I'm really muttering I, I can't think what I would be doing with all money it's as long as it helps someone as long as it helps someone um to be honest I'd probably like be building homes bro <laughs> not building homes I'd be out there finding something of value to give to people so they can find value in themselves I'll be making R&B music as well. Cause you know the ladies love R&B music. So, um, just sum up a couple things that you like to leave behind for the people. Um, so when they listen to the podcast, you want them to get this, this, and this out of it. Um, for all my guys out there, you can get any woman you want, bro. Just find her interest, and you'll be happy. For all my people that are seriously looking to push forward with their goals, that's all up to you. If you can't get anything done, again, that's all up to you. Bryson Tiller said, I think it was Bryson Tiller, no, it was Six Black. Six Black said, yo, or Black, he said, we want to go out and you want to be famous, but all you do is sleep. Like, it's all up to you. It's your decision. It's your choice. So if you can make those decisions and you can make those type of strides, why not? Um, one more thing. Just try to be happy with your life. Everything won't go as smoothly as you hope it will be and everything won't be as cheery and peach as you would want it to be. But um, it's not the worst. There's someone out there who you might have two slices of bread and there's someone who got a crumb and they're way happier than you are. So you should always just look at the positives in life and then just keep moving like that, you know? Not to say that life is a shit, but just keep moving. That's all I can say. Keep swimming like Dory. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Big up, Philippe. Much thanks for thanks coming so out. Man. Yeah, no problem. You know, I took this flight straight from Jamaica to have this interview with you guys, you know? <laughs> That's how big the get you yeah, grind we, up is moving. We pay for the flight. You already know. Damn, bro. I respect it. Again, big thanks, big thanks. Um, people, listeners, supporters, go onto the website, getyourgrindup.com for more information about Philippe and your hosts. Uh, we will be back next week with more uh, young and dumb content. Always remember, you are young and dumb. And never forget, always get your grind up. We'll be back next week, Tuesday, with a fresh episode. Peace. Peace. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into our podcast. Check out our website, getyourgrindup.com, for every dumb profile and even more content. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at getyourgrindup. And share a name as we spread your journeys. What doesn't kill you makes you dumber. Thank Thank you, guys. guys. Peace. Peace.